Jim, James, Tim. What's his name? I wrote it down. Jeff. <laughs> Please welcome Jeffrey Lord. Oh, this is for the Jeffrey this Lord is- show. Lord, really? I thought Jeffrey Lord was kind of like a real guy. How are you supposed to be a strong, thrilling, powerful warrior and lover with a name like this? It is like a weak ejaculation. <laughs> Jeff. The Lord is the gatekeeper of all music in Fort Worth. Oh, Jeffrey. If you don't love the Lord, you're F and F. Like, really, is this the level that you sung to, Lord? So I'm done with Jeffrey Lord. Hey, 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 welcome to the Funky Town Podcast. I am your host, Jeffrey Lord. All right, settle down. Take a seat. Everybody get comfortable. Come on, settle down. All right, everybody. Hope you all are doing good. Hope you're nice and warm. It's a little chilly. Chilly outside. It seems like winter's got here a little bit early. That's okay. That's okay. You know, we um looking forward to Thanksgiving this weekend. And um, so we want to remember to be thankful. Like we spend too much time, or we're all too ready, too fast to get from Halloween straight into Christmas. I've got some neighbors who've already got their lights out, and everywhere I go, I hear Christmas music. I'm like, ah, we got to be grateful and thankful for what we have before we can enjoy the giving and receiving. All right? It's a process. It's a formula. Do it every year. Can't skip a step. So... Thanksgiving's coming up, so that's exciting for me. I love this time of year. I love Halloween. I love the colors of orange and black, and I love the the fall colors, the Thanksgiving colors of the orange and browns and greens and all that stuff. And then get into once we get into Christmas, I love all the lights and you know. Um, I even like the cold once it's Christmas time. You know, I'm just not ready for it quite yet, but. I think it's going to be a good good holiday season. Like I said, I like this time of year. And this time of year, we also have the Fort Worth Weekly Music Awards to be excited about and to be thankful for. So tonight, my guest is going to be Jennifer Beauvais of the Fort Worth Weekly. It's a good interview. We had a really good time. Um, we just talked about stuff. I didn't know her. So we get a little spend a little time getting to know her. And we talk about... Um, the music awards and the showcase and the ceremony coming up. And so all that kind of stuff you want to know about it's here. And we have some music from some of the people that played the showcase. So like the first three songs I'm going to play are from Lola's where Jennifer spent her time and then we'll do the interview with Jennifer. And then the last three songs I'll play are from the Smokestack 48. And that's where I spent my time this last Sunday. I got to do, I got to get the MC um, the uh, the different bands I get introduced the different bands that played over at the Smokestack so that was cool um, so we talk about that so um, on the Lola's side we're going to have we're going to start to show off with Royal Sons Mr. What's His Name and then from there we'll go straight into Novocaine um, and their song Out of Body Experience and then from there we'll go into my man Sage Mode Rex and his song Telepathy. Telepathy. <laughs> I don't know. Telepathy, not telepathy. Telepathy. Then we'll have the interview with Miss Beauvais. And then after that we will hear um we'll hear some stockyard swanging from Eddie at Killa. And then after that, check to check by the squeeze box bandits, and we'll close it out with Celestial Lamour's Idols. And so, and you'll get to hear all about these different bands um, in this podcast. So without any further ado, I guess we will go ahead and kick the show off with the Royal Sons and their song, Mr. What's-His-Name. Mr. What's-His-Name Just bought the 
My apologies for removing my presence I needed time to console the heavens Needed time to replenish my energy Time to analyze my memories Erasure of unacceptable tendencies With pure intentions You don't fit into this industry I got lost in pursuit Got sauce in it grew Any beef in it stoop Any beat and I'll chew Things changed with the flu The whole world did People revealing the truth of who they is And I don't rock with nobody acting like a little bitch Got songs about being unplugged and fearless And y'all still didn't get it My whole life I've been on this Now I'm the one tripping Got called a Trump supporter for not believing in science Feel like y'all slow for just believing in liars You know the ones who lie about everything all the time It's their only job Or they dropping bombs from the sky Hard to look in your eyes and see your souls die I always pick my people up I know they souls tied We constant under attack From the front and the back From the water It's God It's good to just be alive I've been looking inside Manifesting things Paying no attention To the matrix And the fuckery Thank you 100 If we cool And you fuck with me Still miss the days Of me always having company Y'all know I built Your little brands Little companies My ex text to say that Without me she been crumbling The past is the past And I say that shit humbly I'm only focused on the shit That's right in front of me Like turn the X-Pack Getting the fuck about the country Smoke a jetpack on a cloud, very comfy. Say, better get your mind where we running out of time. Yeah. Better get your mind right, we running out of time. Yeah. Better get your mind right, we running out of time. Yeah. Better get your mind right, we running out of time. Better get your mind where we running out of time. Better get your mind right, we running out of time. Better get your mind right, we running out of time. Better get your mind right, we running out of time.
Now it's time for our interview. Hello? Hello, is Jennifer Bovey there? This me, Jennifer Bovey. Bovey. <laughs> oh, this is Jeffrey Lord from the Funky Town Podcast. Yes. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Is something vibrating? No. Do you hear, I hear that noise? What is this noise? I hear it coming through. I wonder what that is. That is so weird. That is weird. I wonder if it's something I'm doing. Sounds like a cat. Sounds like your cat's about to throw up a hairball. <laughs> How weird. Oh, okay. It stopped. I know what it was. It was my, it was, um, what was that? Okay. All right. I'm sorry. I don't know what it was. It was, it was, I have a watch and it was, it was vibrating. Oh, it's eight o'clock. It goes off every night at eight o'clock. I'm supposed to take my medicine. That's what it was. All right. I'm sorry. I, I was trying to do that for a while to remember to take my medicine and I got to where I would just snooze through it like it was get an alarm for getting ready for work. Yeah. And I would just ignore it. It doesn't help me. Nothing helps me. <laughs> so, so do you take medicine you have a, every day? Mm-hmm. Idiot. Yeah, oh, I meant to okay. when I remember. Right. Yeah. I've started to make it part of, I've kept this best way as part of my morning routine because at some point I wake up earlier than I need to and I turn on the stupid local Channel 4 news show and get my coffee. And at that point, I'm like, okay, if I just put the meds right next to where I set my coffee, mm-hmm. maybe that'll work. And it has so far the last few weeks, but yeah. Yeah, I have, a, I have one of those little boxes that has like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, oh, AM, yeah. PM, you know, and I have it sitting by my yeah. chair in, in the living room. And that really only serves to let me know which days I accidentally forgot to take them. That's so. exactly right. That's exactly <laughs> that's right. Cool. It's like, oh, I didn't take my pill, my pills last night. You know, that's exactly how I know. <laughs> or if I go, oh, did I take my pills today? I go in there and look, go, nope. So. It's like, why am I so cranky? Oh, that's what the mood stabilizers are for. Okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> See, I might, I might need those. <laughs> So that's cool. So, um, yes, I've never met you. Um, I know you, so you're Jennifer from the Fort Worth Weekly. Yes. Do you have any big plans for Thanksgiving? Um, well, I'm kind of doing, um, my fiance has to work part of the day and, um, normally we do a Friendsgiving kind of thing anyway. So Mm -hmm. I'm just going to meet up with my girlfriends and, I think her her boyfriend's doing his own thing this year too, so it's going to be like a girls' day out. I think that's cool. Yeah, I think that'll be fun. Anytime where I can eat food that somebody else cooked, I'm in. Mm-hmm, for sure. So it's the one time we usually go try a, some kind of fancy buffet or whatever. Yeah, see, I'm I'm married and I have a couple kids, and then so we have to go to my parents' house and then the in-laws' house and have the two. Yeah. Thanksgiving meals, yeah. It's going to be a little weird this year because my wife, just her father passed like over the summer. And so it's all the first holidays without, you know. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah. And so, um, like, I think Thanksgiving, her mom was like, I don't really want to do anything. I want everybody to come over, but we'll have like pulled pork sandwiches or something real chill. And so, yeah. Yeah. So that's cool, you know, and kind of get through this year. We used to have a really, we used to have a really big family gathering at my mom and stepdad's house because my stepbrothers and sisters all went to, um, you know, their mom's house. So like, let's just pick new year's day. That'll be our day. It was always fun. And by then everyone's tired of thanks or, you know, Turkey or whatever. Yeah. So we had like a big chili, a big pot of chili. So that's awesome (laughs) to break up the holidays. Yeah. (laughs) So are you from, um, here Fort Worth proper or are you, Dallas, Irving, Arlington, or from? Well, I, I started out in you know we we kind of we moved to Texas when I was about ten. Uh-huh. So when I talk, it's funny when I talk to certain people on the phone from historically, I you know I, I worked at the Observer for years and then working at the Weekly. My my primary job is advertising sales. But so everyone, you're talking to people. Sometimes these corporations have headquarters elsewhere. Mm-hmm. So nine times out of ten. If I'm talking to somebody in the Midwest, they call me out. They're like, you're not actually, you're not originally from Texas, are you? I'm like, well, <laughs> I was born in Kentucky, then we moved down here. But yeah, no, I worked at the um, Dallas Observer for 17 years before okay. coming over to the weekly. Um, you know, my husband at the time has a house in Arlington, and it's just a whole nother world driving down 30 headed west in the morning instead of east. Oh, yeah. So it can cut. 
hour and a half to two hours off of your life every day going the other direction. So, yeah. But, no, I've been over at the Weekly now for um, over a little over five years. Oh, okay. Nice. So, yeah. do you, so do you know um, Eric Griffey? Oh, yes. Yeah, because yeah. he, was, he, he was the one that used to do all the music stuff, at least the award stuff. <laughs> Yeah, he, um, you know, it's been always been sort of a group effort. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he, he, in was, past times, the, he was a person that is, I talked to mostly yeah. before. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, in past times, the, the group has been bigger. But um, yeah, it's always sort of been um, a group effort. We, we switched things up a little bit this year to bring it back and hopefully bring it back successfully and just kind of dipping our foot in the water again with this kind of event. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm trying to... Um since it's the Thanksgiving is coming up this week, I'm trying to remain thankful on the podcast. And um, one thing I am super thankful for is um, regardless of any hiccups or what any podcast may have said or whatever, it's like, I'm super thrilled and super thankful that, that the weekly awards are back. It's such a fun time of year. It really is. It really is. Everyone loves it. Um, you know, and historically we've done it in the summer and it's just hotter than blazes out there trying doing an outdoor indoor music festival. Mm-hmm. And it just worked out this year coming off the heels of best of to do it in the winter, in the fall and winter. And I like it better. Yeah. It kind of makes sense. And it kind of makes sense to have a year in that. Maybe it's my OCD talking, but having the year wrap up at the actual end of the year to me seems better than midway through the year. So and it's probably yeah. easier to keep track of as well, as far as like, if you're a band, because a lot of times you're like, oh, there are bands that they are actually like, I want to release it, certain albums or videos or whatever, in a certain time to make sure that it gets the consideration for the nominations and stuff. Um, yeah. And so yeah. If, if you know that it, that's going to happen at the end of every year, it kind of gives you something mm-hmm. to work towards that year. You know, we're going to spend all yeah. year trying to build our name up and try to make it. And then. then Towards the end of the yeah. year, we're going to release all this really cool stuff to have our name out there so we get consideration or whatever. It's cool. Yeah. Well, you know, keeping with your thankfulness theme, we are really thankful that, like, 99% of the people are pleased with the fact that we're bringing this back. And, oh, yeah. you know, I'm all promoting the positive. And, you know, there, there, like you said, there were a few hiccups. And one of them was like, well, this album didn't come out, you know, this, this too long ago or whatever. I feel like if you, you know, our last music awards were in 2019. So if you came through the pandemic and you're still in a band with your bandmates and you're still making music, then we just kind of use this time to kind of honor anybody that's out there swimming and treading water and not drowning. Somebody, everyone out there, if you had anything that came out like the end of 2019 through you know, through the current season, you know, we, that we were up for considering that mm-hmm. because it was hot. It was rough out there. It was. No, I missed all the, all the different shows and stuff. And there was a couple albums that came out that just got missed because there was no place to really fanfare it up or whatever, do shows. I can't remember what mm-hmm. it was called. Um, my buddy Dustin sent, sent me one. It was this really great rock album. Um, I can't remember the name now though, but it was like almost like a little local super group. It's like, I didn't even know this thing was even out and it came out like two years ago or three years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. You, I, know. you have to figure out what that is and send it to me. I, I'm interested in, you know, checking that out myself. Okay. So um, it was kind of interesting putting it in, um, coming off the pandemic and having a, you know, a smaller team and, and wanting to do this on a smaller scale and make sure that we I'd rather make a small group of people happy than get in over our head and it be something out of control. I mean, we used to do these um, cards you could get where you had these music downloads and there was like, mm-hmm. was it 35 categories? I should know this, but I don't, but you know, somewhere upwards of 30 different categories and there's just a lot of moving parts. So I felt like, and we all felt like going into this and just starting small and just pick some categories Put it in the reader's hands. Mm-hmm. Like they know what they like to listen to, um, and so it was. This is the first time we've ever included that music element like this in best of. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. No, it, it is interesting. Now I do miss some of the some of the older stuff because it it was big. I mean, especially when you look back now and you go, man, because it just seemed like that's what you do, and so it's mm-hmm. whatever. But now yeah. it's like, whoa, they were actually doing some really big stuff. Because I mean, every year you. 
you had an album. And I got to go up one day and sit um, up at Eagle Audio and like watch all these different bands come in and just record song after song after song. I was like, this is so neat. These bands are coming up there and and recording their song for this record. And it was it was the best of the, you know, or the all the music awards. And it's like some of those are, are really neat. I still go back and listen to them all the time. And, um, yeah. you know, so hopefully one day we can build back up to something like that because that was cool. And plus, y'all took over. I remember one year we took over like West 7th, like all these bars uh-huh. and shuttles. And um, I think two or three of us podcasts went out there with microphones and all kind of like were on each other's shows and, you know, did all this stuff. It was fun. You know? Yeah. And so there was some big time. Well, I mean, maybe, maybe this bigger kind of project is something that the Lordies could take on. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> now, I'm a, I'm a one-man show. I don't have a team. <laughs> right. I don't have no sales crews or anything. I'd have to do it all myself. <laughs> and so yeah. that's why I was like, yeah, it's just going to be like a virtual award show. There's no real awards or anything. It's just like, you know. But that's what I did that. One year during the podcast, I remember which year it was, but we kind of did our own little um Funky Town Podcast Awards, and it was the same type of deal. I think it was like the best EP to listen to driving from Fort Worth to Dallas. I think it might have been like the Mean Motor Scooter one, or That's um, great. yeah, it was like uh, the best song, um, or maybe the best artist to listen to while eating fried chicken. And we picked Vincent L. Emerson, who had this, his fried chicken and evil women album. Um, <laughs> you know, so it was things like that. We tried to make it silly or whatever. And um, so that was kind of what I was trying to do, or at least that's where the thought came from. I was like, well, I've done this before. I'll kind of do it again. I didn't call it the Lordies then. Yeah. <laughs> you know, perfect. I kind of wish I would have thought of it way back then. <laughs> and so, but um, yeah, yeah, so this last it's Sunday, funny too my fiance huh? just had my fiance's birthday was this weekend, and he is obsessed with the movie. Um, what is it? I, I've lost my train of thought. Um, the Lost Boys. Okay. It's, I got him this gift basket that had ramen noodles in it, and I wrote him a note and said, they're just noodles, uh-huh. Greg. Not- and then inside this gift basket, it had, like, the DVD and the soundtrack CD. But you know how you get served these ads on Facebook for random companies making these weird T-shirts or whatever? Mm-hmm. There was one that was that sax player, and it's that scene, that crowd scene from that movie where he's playing his sax. Wow. And it, I that and I got I got it for him and it's it's hilarious. But it reminds me of you and that one award I really liked this year that was like rock and roll or saxophone does belong in rock and roll or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good stuff. That was a good one. <laughs> well, because me and my friend, um, like I said, I don't want to mention it because I actually went on Facebook a- after we talked and, and and made a post about that and called him out and we tons of comments and he actually got pissed at me he was like dude that was not cool <laughs> and i was like dude i'm sorry i, I didn't think it would, it got carried away you know people were yeah. really and so i'd never brought it up again i don't want to mention him now because i'm not trying to like you know but it always it's just always stuck with me and my buddy loves the me things loves them so it was just kind of like my thing to to, to 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 him saying hey saxophone you said that you know that this doesn't belong in rock music but here's your favorite local band, the Me Thinks, with the saxophone and their music. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, it was kind of my thing, like my queen moment or whatever, you know. <laughs> so, um, but no, I love There's the Me Thinks. for everybody. I hear a lot of music, and sometimes I think this person doesn't belong in music at all. But then other people are like, I love that band. And that is what's so great mm-hmm. about learning about different new kinds of genres of music and new bands is there's a little bit of something for everybody, you know. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, there's people put, if you can put flute in music and like rock music and there's plenty <laughs> of flute, then you can do saxophone for sure. You know, uh, you yeah. know, I think that, that, um, that sax player played it at mass. He did. I just, I can't remember his name at the moment because that was around the time that we had our summer guide and along with, um, selling advertising and handling some of our marketing efforts, I also dab a little bit in, in writing because I took over during the pandemic. I took over our night and day calendar column. And then I started one called eight days a week. That's all about food. Um, but for summer guide, we usually expand that a little bit. Like every once in a while, I'll do a feature called Crosstown Sounds mm-hmm. that is just list, basically just listings and stuff all over town. Here in, we, we travel for music in North Texas. We'll, we'll go across, you know, sure. across the way something we really want to see but yeah no i, I made that the picture and, and wrote about that mass show for our summer guide i thought that was perfect it was perfect you know? 
Huh? And of course, I had some snarky comment about um, about the movie or whatever. But yeah. <laughs> well, I, I haven't watched it since I was twenty or whatever. I mean, that was in my, I'm fifty, so that was right in my wheelhouse. And I mean, it's like. Yes. Um, and when I watched it, it was so cool. And yeah, that's the scene where they open up the box of noodles and it turns to maggots and stuff. It is like, that yeah. freaked me out. I was like, <laughs> you know, but I've never gone back and watched it again. And everybody that I know that has is like, it's a terrible movie. It's not as good as you think it is. And I'm like, oh, I'm, so now I won't go back and watch it because I absolutely love oh, it. And well, I'm a, that movie and, so, and several others from that time, you just kind of have to watch them through the lens of your nostalgia and mm-hmm. give yourself a break for whatever age you were at the time. I love all the Corey Feldman movies. They're iconic movies. Yeah, he is an, an iconic movie. No, I was just saying I loved all the movies with Corey Feldman and Corey Haim. Yes. There was a few. There was um, License to Drive. I don't know if you've seen that one. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. I remember, so I was like raised as a Christian, so I wasn't allowed to go do certain things. And I think it was... Same here, yeah. Okay, so it was like 16, 17, or 18. I can't remember. It was one of those birthdays. Um, I got, I was, I got, I wanted to like, I'm, I'm going to be crazy. And we went to a movie. <laughs> I wasn't allowed <laughs> to go to movies. But I went and saw Dream a Little Dream with Corey Feldman and Corey Haim. And it's, it's, uh-huh. it's, it's a real weird movie or whatever, but I absolutely loved it. And I must have watched it five or six times. But I was like, I thought I was a big boy because I was going to the movie by myself. My parents didn't know. Cause I know, I I know like, right? You know. <laughs> I think the first one I went to after getting away from that um, sort of family upbringing was Beetlejuice. We oh, really? Saw Beetlejuice and I was like, this is so cool. <laughs> yeah. You feel like yeah. you're really doing something. I'm really doing something. Look at me go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but I was just like, this is this is what's what's the big deal about this, really? Because it's like, you know, and my parents were just like, would you take Jesus to a movie? And I'm like, sure, it's a fine movie. Yeah, like, no, let's go. You know, but anyways, um, so, so you know, go ahead. It's interesting to say that because my my family, their whole thing was, and my stepdad was a former preacher, and I, I get it somewhat. I, you know, coming out of that and understanding where he was not agreeing with it, but understanding where he was coming from. Sure, is like. It might be a good movie, but the money that you give them for that movie is going to make bad movies. I'm like, okay, but that's how the world works. That's how commerce works. You can't mm-hmm. control where all the money goes. <laughs> I know, I know. Unfortunately, that's that's true. Yeah, no, I I don't ever. I try not to ever complain about my upbringing too much. I'm sure that people are like, oh, I hear it all the time, but I try not to um, because I know that my parents just did what they thought was absolutely right. Exactly, exactly. And you got to remember too, like you think about your your past and your childhood and as you go through different ages of life you're like holy crap i'm my i'm the age my mom was when she was trying to raise a 10 year old how would i be right now trying or whatever you know yeah, you yeah. think to give those guys a break they were just kids too mm-hmm. <laughs> no it's weird whenever you get older and, and and you realize that that your parents are just flawed individuals like every single person you've ever known you mm-hmm. know, we're all the same we're all flawed and just you know trying to yeah. get through so. But some of that upbringing helps me understand people out. And well, I always tell people I feel like working at in alternative media and doing what I do, I feel like I'm ruined for the real world. I mean, you can't go to a corporate job and cuss all day, or you know, mm-hmm. listen to like any kind of crazy music that you want. But um, you know, I feel like it's helped me on so many levels understanding where other people come from. That maybe they were raised in that same conservative environment, or maybe. You know, they're looking at me like I'm crazy because they're not conservative at all. I grew up the opposite way. So I feel like it gives me a unique perspective. Sure. Yeah. Now, I'm around some some friends where I'm like totally the most weirdest person that 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 they know. And then I've got other friends where I'm the most conservative person that that they know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Exactly. um, (laughs) So, um, yeah. So this last Sunday, um you were over at Lola's and I was at the smokestack. We were ships that passed in the night. Yeah. I was at the, the pre-party for a little while, but then I had to hustle over to Lola's to get things rolling over there. So how was your night at smokestack? How did that go? What were your, what are your thoughts about what you saw over there? It, it was really good. Um, I talked, I took my daughter with me. She's 18. Um, she graduated last year. And so we went up there and, um, she has a little iPad that she draws on. So she was working on that and um, Darren Kobatek played first. And so um, I introduced him. I was familiar w- with him already. I didn't, I, I don't know him, but I've seen him play. So I, I kind of knew what his deal was. Um, well, I kind of owned him over the years because he was in 
he was in a metal band that everyone loves, but I, I never saw them in real life because I, I came to, for the conservative family reasons, I, I came to seeing live music much later in life than a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But he was in an awesome metal band called Hammer Witch back in the day. Oh, okay. So a lot of my friends know him from that. Oh, really? So it's different for them seeing him doing his acoustic solo thing because they're used to Darren from, you know, Hammer Witch. But right. anyway, <laughs> go on. <laughs> yeah, probably just shredding. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I, was, I, I told her, I, I was like, watch how how he plays, you know? And so she just kind of, he was watching. She was like, wow, this is so cool. Cause yeah, I mean, it's totally, I mean, he plays the, the, the guitar, but he plays it like a drum kind of, it's all yeah. percussive, you know? And so it sounds mm-hmm. like two or three different instruments going at the same time, even though it's just him and there's yeah. no vocals. It's all, you know, music. Um, hang on. I got to cough real fast. <clears throat> Sorry about that. But, um, we, we, she was raised in a, um, a, hippie dippy church that's kind of where where we go so a lot of like you know a lot of the meditation kind of music and stuff she's used to or whatever and that mm-hmm. kind of has that sound kind of has that zen type you know kind of noise mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, all of that. yeah kind of like yeah like the drum circle sort of kind of stuff so she was really she really liked that um and then um oh and then celestial lamore she really liked that's her style she, yeah, she was I, like, they're they're so good. I hate that I missed them. Yeah, no, they were great. Um, her only complaint was that she couldn't understand the singer as much as she wanted to. She wishes that the vocals were a little clearer. I was like, baby, that's every show. I mean, it's it's un- unless you know the band and you've heard mm-hmm. the song of a bunch of times, it's a lot of times that's, it is hard to. to we all have examples of songs we've listened to on the radio for our whole life, and then one day you're accidentally on some lyric site and you're like, that's what they're saying, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah well even when it's live music it's even worse because everybody's walking around and doing stuff and talking mm-hmm. you just can't quite hear everything um but no she's like she's like, she wanted she's like i'm 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 gonna go home and look them up on spotify and you know like read the lyrics and listen to me she was mm-hmm. really in in into to them um yeah then we we missed 88 killer because i had to run over to um Susie Ramon's daughter was getting married that day, so I had to take her and let her dogs out and feed them and stuff that night. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'd run over there. And well, I heard he missed it. He said he really brought it, and he had like some comedic commentary at the end of his set that was supposed to be pretty amazing. So oh, yeah. Oh. That was another good one. That's a good one that you missed. Yeah. And when I got back, there was, our, the, the, there was still a crowd um, there. I got to um, Sage Mode Rex was. Was, was over there. I think he walked up to see him. Um, and so I got to talk, talk to him some minute. But yeah, there was still a decent crowd kind of hanging out after the set yeah. whenever he was done. And then we watched the Squeezebox Bandits. And um, she's not into country music at all, but you can't help but like that band. There's so much oh, fun. Yeah. You know, especially and that's a lot. why I love showcases like this because it kind of forces you to like go out of your little box and you're seeing something and maybe in a different genre than what you usually follow. And there's a lot of times that somebody will win me over with a live set because sure. I'll see about anything live. You know, maybe I'm not going to walk in and buy the CD side unseen somewhere or, or download it or whatever. But, you know, I love going to live shows and you go to something like that and you're like, those guys are really talented. For sure. And like with them, it's like I've heard them. So I knew, you know, I, did, um, I knew what to expect as far as what they sounded like. But I, but I'd never seen them play before, and when actually watching them play, I was just like, man, this is like, and that dude is so good at the accordion, and the guitar player mm-hmm. is just as good at the guitar. I mean, they they're great. I mean, they're really good, and I really had I, I liked them so much more than I did before I went and saw them, and I liked them, you know, but I'd never seen them live, and yeah, I I, I left there a big fan of them of theirs. They were really yeah. cool, and I didn't get to see, and I wanted to, I really wanted to see Novocaine because I hadn't seen them before. So you got to see Novocaine? Yeah, I got to see Novocaine. I, I hadn't seen them before either. And um, my fiance acts like I'm crazy because he's very familiar with them. And I'm like, I don't know what rock I've been living under, but I don't know. I didn't know. And they're really they're really good. And I got to see them again this weekend. They played at, um, at Greg's birthday party. Um, and they're just... They're just good, and I was surprised seeing them in person that they were a three-piece. I guess I could have put that together, okay. but <laughs> but they're a three-piece, and it's like, they are some noisy boys for a three-piece. It's it's really good. And I guess a couple of them are brothers, because they have the name Kane. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. That's correct. And then yeah. um, Chase and Rent, I'm not familiar with, with them. Now, these guys are a duo, and they specialize in doing, like, um, covers? covers. Okay. Yeah, and you're 
unfortunately they're so talented but they are like full-time working musicians and they play out like six or seven times a night so you're never going to go to a show where there's like a huge huge crowd there to see them because everyone knows like i'm going to go hear jeremy and andy play at at whatever Mm -hmm. but you know they are really skilled at like winning over a crowd and a lot of times and i saw them do it that night too they plan their set list right when they get there based on what they're witnessing okay live and just the vibe and stuff. Yeah, That's cool. They're really good. The vibe and stuff. Yeah. And he's got, they got some like really cool like effects pedals that they use. And like Andy on drums was also playing trumpet the same time he was playing drums. Wow. And uh, yeah, it was, it's really cool. They, they did a great job. So then, they cover Tool. They cover Pink Floyd. They, they cover anything really. They, they can play anything. That's cool. Yeah. So, I looked them up on YouTube. I was YouTube. excited they got nominated. So yeah, no, that's awesome. I, I looked them up on youtube and um i saw like a a few of the videos but yeah they're all live cover songs and that's why i was yeah. like oh maybe they're cover band yeah that's cool and yeah then um i know sage mode played have you ever seen him play before no i hadn't did he have um the female drummer with him yes he did okay she's awesome yeah. she's so cool yeah. And then um, I think Moody is his name, his DJ. That is, that's right. I was yeah. He was there, and then he also had a fellow artist that had been nominated for our awards before. I, I can't think of his name Drew, right now. Is it Drew B. Shining? What's the name again? Drew B. Drew B. Shining. Yes, I believe so. Yeah, because I think I saw Drew B. Shining there, hanging yeah. out with him over at the the school. No, I love I love Rex. I've liked him for a long time. Um, I think I might have seen him. Is either arts goggle or it might have been a, a weekly thing, but I was like, he is cool. And I took my daughter to see, see him play a couple of years ago and she loved him as well. And I like him yeah. because his songs are all like kind of meditative and, um, you know, positive. And like I said, we go, we, we went to a hippie dippy church. So this is the kind of music that as far as like lyrically, you know, a lot of those people, it's a lot of the same kind of uh-huh. subject matter <laughs> as far as like, you know, you know, just oneness and kindness and, and thoughtfulness and you know breathing and a lot of that he's got a lot of that in there which i think is really cool it's not in a lot of rap music those subjects you know and then um the royal sons you've seen them play before haven't you oh yes okay yeah and they they always bring it and it's it was a really it was a good it was a good set they did good they're the ultimate rock and roll band i mean blake Parrish is like the perfect front man yeah, <laughs> I mean, he has he has the hair and the style and just the clothes and he's so you know, and like every single one of them is just like I don't understand how they're not like they're not full, bigger than they are they for, either. Like, for real. They seem like a you know a big national rock band. You know, oh totally, yeah. And so <laughs> now that I missed Lola's, but like I said, I'd, I'd seen most of the bands or I'd seen a couple of the bands. I really wanted to see Novocaine because I'd never seen them before, and I'll get to yeah. see them, but um. Yeah. Cool. So the next up, the next thing is going to be December 11th. Is that right? Sunday, December 11th is our um, ceremony. We don't have um, we don't have the entertainment part worked out yet. We're not sure who's playing with us. We'll know that, and we'll be announcing that very soon. <coughs> but it's going to be an awesome party. It's free to the public. It's going to be at Ridgely Theater. It'll be five to nine p.m. and there'll be some probably some surprise guests and we'll be passing out some hall of fame awards also yet to be announced. So, um, keep an eye on our website and our social media here in the next week or so. And there'll be some more announcements. Awesome. No, I'm, I'm excited about it now. Is it, um, can I bring my daughter to this if she's 18 or is it 21 and up? Um, I'll have to check on that. I believe it's an all ages show. Okay. So I think you're fine. Okay. Yeah, no, she's really interested th- th- this year because I've been talking about it and her going to the showcase, you know, she's already like, when's the awards? Yeah. Do you know who won yet? And I'm like, no, we don't know yet, but she really wants to see who the winners are. And, you know, she's yeah. like, well, maybe I can go with you. I was like, we'll see, you know. <laughs> you know, it's like, we want to like get everyone, like, get everybody to play. Well, you know, it's it's a ceremony. It's a celebration for them. We don't want to put them to work. Yeah, that's so true. So we put a thought into who we do want to play and. <laughs> trying to entertain our local musicians for the night for a change. Yeah, I guess you could always maybe like one year have um, bands that aren't nominated um, play. <laughs> you know. People would love that. Yeah. Hey, you didn't make the you know you didn't make the ballad, but 
come on out and play a couple hours for us anyway. No. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think I've actually We been... have so much, and they have to understand, I'm sure our readers do, and I'm sure the musicians do too, that here in North Texas and Fort Worth specifically, we have so many creative, talented people. We have so many bands that would have been appropriate nominees for these categories. It's, you know, it's it's some hard choices. Oh. Like there, I could name you like many bands in each of these categories that would be just as worthy as the ones that, that did make the ballot. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. No, there's, there's, there's so many. It's, it's better than being in a music desert where there's nothing, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a ton of choices. Oh, even, <laughs> so, even like last night, um, in Arlington, um, the Me Thanks were playing with Professor Fuzz and I forgot the Holy Rollers. And then at Lola's, it was the Royal Sons and the Gray, and I forgot who else. And then at the Grackle um, um, was a couple of really, I mean, it was just like, it doesn't matter everywhere. It's like every Mm -hmm. weekend I'm like, I really want to go to see this band, but I also really want to go see this band, you know, and you you have to decide. And most most people aren't that lucky where they get to, you know, have to make a a really hard choice on Saturday night. And then when you make that hard choice, whichever direction you decide to go, you get there early enough and there's going to be some support band you've never heard of. And mm-hmm. then you're like, Oh my God, now I have to follow these people. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's how I saw, I've never seen the, the gray before. And I, um, saw them at, um, the Fort Worth roots podcast. He, they, they played out there for, um, his event. And, um, they were really good, and these guys are young. They got to be like seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. I don't think they're old enough to drink. I don't think they are. <laughs> if, if if they are, they're barely old enough to drink. I mean, they are young-faced boys, long-haired, you know, and they're good, and they're a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I, I love seeing that though too, because it's like the younger seeing the younger kids rocking out. I'm like, rock and roll is still alive. We're still doing this. We're going to have the next generation come through, and you know, hopefully, they're all they're going to keep it going for us. Yeah, I think so. And there's a lot of there's a lot of bands that have come out of the pandemic um, that weren't there, um, which is pretty cool too. There's still lots of new bands that are starting. Um, just mm-hmm. so, like, do you know? Um, are you familiar with the Traumatics? Yes, okay. yes, somewhat. Okay. I've heard of them, and that, they've um, they play around Fort Worth quite a bit, aren't they? All are they all doctors or healthcare professionals in some way? I know the main guy is a hand surgeon. A okay. Full on okay. real life hand surgeon. I don't know about the other two. I can't. I can't. Can't remember. Um, oh, but no. uh, but yeah, his name. He goes by Doc Rock. Um, <laughs> Doctor Stephen Traum, I believe, is his name. Um, but they're really cool, and they're and, and they're pretty new. Well, his brother is. Um, I forgot which one he is, but he's one of the Ninja Turtles in the movie. He played one of the Ninja oh, Turtles. Oh. Um, okay. it, his his name is Ken Scott. I think it's K E N N um, Scott. And, and you can find him on Facebook or whatever. But he's here in town, and he's now playing drums for a brand new band. I can't remember what it what it's called, but they just had their first show, or they're getting ready to have their first show. And I was like, "Well, isn't that cool?" I hadn't I haven't seen them. I don't know if they're any good, but I think it's neat that you know. And then um, I've really been getting into. Um, I don't know if you've heard of um, Itchy Richie and the Burning Sensation. <laughs> we were just talking about them today. They need to do some kind of. Um, I don't know, some some kind of um, STD kind of show with the traumatics and do it on a medical theme show or yeah, the right. Aaron hit or something. They need some ointment. Uh, yeah. on it. Um, <laughs> well, they are doing, um, so they're going to have like a Christmas show and it's the traumatics and them and Big Heaven and Daryl Sellers, I think is the four bands. And it's called a very special itchy Richie Christmas or something like that, but I think Very that's nice. I think that's going to be really cool, and that's uh, I think December twenty third. You know, so that might be um, a cool Christmas thing if you're not doing anything. It's the Southside yeah. Preservation Hall. I'm not even sure where that I, is, and I have not been there before. I haven't I either. Haven't place out. So. so, but no, but that's another one of them. I don't know how new they they are. They're new to me. I've only got into them over the, this past like probably year or so. Um, huh. And he's got a few albums out, so I don't know how, how long he's been around, but. This, that dude's cool, and um, he does a lot of really great music, and I think this show is going to be really neat. It, it, those are the two that I'm looking forward to, is the is the Weekly Awards on the 11th and then the Itchy Richie Christmas on the 23rd. Awesome. And then we'll have our big um, our music year-end special edition on December 14th after the, um, after the ceremony, and then we'll have the article and the pictures that come out with it announcing to the world about the winners and There'll be some special things in there in the art and music world. 
That's That'll be cool. a cool issue to pick up. Right and then, of course, our big holiday guide or holiday edition comes out December 7th. Oh, nice. So we've got a lot of, a lot of things happening. Yeah, you got a big right month ahead of you, huh? Yes. <laughs> so when do you get to... Um, so after the 11th and then the 14th or whatever, when the, the article, is that when you're kind of like, when can you stop and go, hey, I'm through for the year? And you don't um, on the 13th, because that'll be my deadline for okay. the 14th. And then we're, we're and, done, but we're never really done. Right. We love music and that's a big, um, that's a big section for us. We do a lot of great news coverage, arts and entertainment, but the music scene is is super important to us and the restaurant scene. Mm-hmm. So those are those are some things we're always keeping up with. Always looking for new new ideas, new things to cover. Oh, on the this side of the Metroplex. Yeah, one last shout out. Um, one of your greatest assets is downtown Edward Brown. Oh yeah, I love that oh, dude. Yeah, he he, and he <laughs> has some articles out there that nobody else is writing, you know. And I'm surprised yes. that it doesn't get more, you know, tr- tr- traction. But if there's anybody out there that's doing really good journalism, I mean, really important, you know, more so than just. I mean, I love food and drinks and all the music and all that kind of stuff. But man, he's writing about mm-hmm. some serious stuff going on in the city. There yeah, I know it's, it's really it's really important coverage, and um, you can also he he and Wyatt do. Um, a video series called Hitting the Fort. No, oh, it's and awesome. So a lot of times it's, it's the same kind of people they're interviewing. It's from some of these hard-hitting news stories, but also in the world of like food and music, mm-hmm. and they, they've done a lot on that. So you have to check out our YouTube channel to see that, and our website, too. The videos come through our website. Yeah, I just saw one um, he, where he talked to Joe, J-O-E, Joe. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. They used to do... Um, <laughs> Oh, what was that dude's name? It was Jeff Prince. Do you remember him? Mm-hmm. Yes, he used to do uh, a toast and jam. That's what that, it was. That, you can find the old episodes of that on that same YouTube channel as well. Okay, yeah, because those are awesome. Those are great. Mm-hmm. You know, the Edward Brown stuff is kind of similar, except there's no singing. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's you know. So, all right, very cool. Yeah, so the, maybe like the 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 third you know the third version of it might be somebody tap dancing around town. Who knows? <laughs> That'd but be kind of cool. We had John Eddie Brown. And uh, hitting the fort, and they do a great job with it. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, cool. I don't think we've missed anything, do you? No. All right. Nothing I can think of. Did you have fun? I did. It's pretty painless, yeah, right? Yeah, pretty painless. Okay. <laughs> no, you were telling me that it was your first interview. Yeah. And so, it's yeah. just like talking to a guy. I'm just talking to a guy. I'm talking to my friend Jeffrey on the phone. That's really all it's supposed to be. It's not really an interview. That's why you're like, if you have any questions, like, I don't know. I'm just going to talk. <laughs> just, you know, I know what I want to talk about, but I don't know exactly how we're going to. How it's going to go or how it's going to. Yeah. Yeah. So. But no, it's, it's it's very cool. I mean, I love all the people over at the, the Fort Worth Weekly. And anytime I get, you know, kind of riled up and be like, ah, rah, rah, then I always feel bad because I'm like, ah, I like them. I know they're doing the best they can and, you know, whatever. And we don't mind people. I personally don't. They don't really give a fuck. I mean, I don't mind people getting riled up, but we, except when they're really, really wrong about something or right. when they've taken something wrong or when they're insulting about it. I don't sure. think that that is necessary. Right. It's no. Like, you made mistakes. Yes. Do you have to be a dick about it? I don't think you should. <laughs> no, no. No, like I said, it's always just because. It's because we care, you know, it's, it's like, or yeah. at least me, it's like, I love the, you know, the, the, it's, you have an opinion about it because you care about it, you know, exactly. exactly. and so, but no, I'm super thrilled that the, that the awards are back and I can't wait until the, until the awards show. Yeah. It's going to be great. Road. Yeah. And so if we don't meet before then, we'll, we should meet then. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So be sure and come to the, um, There'll be a. I'll, I'll message you. There'll be a VIP portion of, of that thing. Okay. Uh, we don't have our times worked out quite yet, but I have a feeling we're going to back off the, the time of the actual ceremony to start at like six, and so probably at five PM will be the VIP start time. Oh, nice. Okay. So, yeah. Well, very cool. Well, we don't need, because we only really have 15, 16 awards instead of thirty more than thirty. We don't need like hours and hours and hours to dole out awards. So it'll just be a matter of what bands we get and how long a set they do and all stuff like that. Very cool. Now we, I've always like we had a good time a couple of years ago. Um, my show in the Jerry Jones Time Massacre. We both went out there and we set up microphones in like a little certain area, and we kind uh-huh. of and we um, broadcast. We didn't broadcast it, but we podcast it. We did, I think, like the first because it was like three or four hours long, where it's like half of it was on the one show and the other half was on the other show. 
and we just kind of went through yeah it was it it was fun because we were kind of doing play by play and then we were also grabbing people as they walked by and it would interview people as well and um you know we had we've had a lot of fun at the weekly awards and that's why i think some of the podcasts kind of get you know um so riled up or whatever just because we've had some really good times and and, <laughs> and and COVID took that all away from everybody. You know I what know, I mean? Right. We were like, we were on such a roll. We were having so much fun. The whole city was, the music was, it was all just going, going, going and you know, and so, but we'll get back. We just got to start yeah, slow. That, yeah, exactly. That's what we thought. And it's like, what better time than right after best of and yeah. just ask what they think. They definitely have opinions. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. always, they always have, a, they always have opinions. Always. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Well, um, I hope you have a good night and a happy Thanksgiving. You too. And this ho- was fun. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for inviting me on. Yeah, no, no problem. Thank you for c- coming on. And um, yeah, and then we'll meet soon. Okay, sounds good. Awesome. All right, we'll talk to you later. All right, bye. All right, bye. Reporting live from the greatest city in America. If you're looking for me, post it on Exchange Avenue. We grew here, you flew here. And I'm riding, sliding. I'ma come in on the drop though, but like, hold me down for the real G's. And I'm riding, sliding, and gliding, living life, trying to find my way. Checks get deposit right away. My car's like the hideaway. I'm riding, sliding, and gliding, living life, trying to find my way. Real cowboy, you be guy, yeah, yeah. Hop in the drop, let's ride away. Too long for the cash, I get it, get it. Snap back with the cap, but my kind of fitted. Turn your neck and your dame missing. Two chains on deck when I ride and get it. They don't want to hear that car go square. They don't want to hear that gun go square. They don't wanna see me turn the fuck up and make me come up out my shirt. Put these baby back bitches in a pamper. Put these dirty clothes hoes in a hamper. My fit is as sick as the cancer. These bitches be trick when they think I'm romantic. They holding my cum and my dick with a ransom. They making it reindeer. I'm sorry, no prancer. Jagged edge, uh oh, where the party at? I got my hand raised high for the answer. I'm from the land of a hundred G's. These spice girl rappers all wanna be. So tell me what you want, what you really, really want. We can get it jumping like a trampoline. It ain't even that hard to see. Then I'ma run the future like a prophecy I pay my dues as the boss so the talk is cheap And I can carry my shit like colostomy Obviously they try to crucify the young god all in me But I'm all a G and we all can see There's no fraud in me Real G shit, my biology It's just me and my two-seater That's how it always I'm is I'm a motherfucking outlaw That's how I always live and I'm riding, sliding, and gliding Living like trying to find my way Checks get deposit right away My car's like the